time to screw the norms. To fit in, we often hide what's on our minds, who we really are, or who we want to be, or even what we want to do. But now you're having the right conversations. Here, we'll talk about sex, relationships, and mental health, and how they interact with each other and so many other aspects of life. Shame can't survive when we're honest and curious with each other and ourselves. It's time for your mind to scream less and for you to screw more. I'm Rachel Wright, a non-monogamous queer psychotherapist and your host. You've probably figured this out by yourself by now, but if you own a vulva, did you know that there is a three in five chance that having penetrative sex doesn't result in an orgasm? Enter Zumio. (laughs) Zumio is a -a one-of-a-kind toy with the sole purpose of providing a unique, stimulating experience. And guess what? It doesn't even vibrate. It rotates with a concentrated pinpoint energy that allows you to control how and where you use it. There are four different models specifically designed for your personal intensity preferences. And Zumio is great for vulva mapping and exploring the rest of your body, whether that is solo or with a partner. Check out www.myzumio.com slash Rachel. That's R-A-C-H-E-L for a special discount for the Right Conversations listeners and take control of your orgasms today. Welcome back to The Right Conversations. (laughs) Every time I start an episode that's solo, I think that I'm doing like a DJ hour on a local radio show like, hello and welcome back to Love Songs on the Five. Uh, (laughs) So welcome back to The Right Conversations. This is episode 23. It is a solo episode. And today we're going to have a conversation about libido. Um, libido comes up so much, like so much. Um, I was just recently this week in LA, um, and I was filming something with an amazing company called Hello Cake, uh, cake, um, that you will hear about soon promise, uh, really, really excited. But we were talking about how the biggest, biggest issue that comes up between two people that are in a sexual relationship is a mismatched libido. And not only do we not get the tools on how to deal with that, but we don't even really know, most folks don't really know what libido is and what affects it. So perhaps in a later episode, uh, we can talk about what to do with mismatched libido. But before we get into that, I want to talk about what it is and what can affect it and all of these different things that, again, I wish we were taught in school. Um, So today's episode is going to cover what libido is, what a normal quote unquote libido is, and what affects your libido. Um, And perhaps maybe at another time, we'll talk about how to navigate mismatched libido. All right, let's get into it. So what is libido? Libido, also known as your sex drive. It is a drive similar to hunger and thirst. It is a drive in your body. 
Libido is the word that we use to describe a person's overall drive or desire for sex. Now remember, sex is a meaningful act of pleasure. So your libido is not how many times you want penetrative anal sex. Your libido is not how many times you want penetrative vaginal sex. Your libido is your overall drive for meaningful acts of pleasure. And your libido is not stagnant. Okay? So similar to your sexuality, which is fluid, your libido is not stagnant. It fluctuates hour to hour, right? You could be wanting sex in the morning, not wanting sex in the afternoon, wanting it again at night. It could vary day to day. There could be days where you feel insatiable and other days where sex is the furthest thing from your mind. It could vary week to week, month to month, year to year. It changes. Now, some people are more consistent over time. And this is not to say, when I use the word consistent with libido, this is not consistent means better, right? In productivity world, or even in relationship world, often consistency is a positive thing. And it's almost noted that like being inconsistent is a negative thing. And I am not using these words with any positive or negative sentiment. So your libido fluctuates all the time. And there is no actual qualitative metric for measuring libido. Think about it this way. Um, if you were to say, on a scale of 1 to 10, how hungry are you? At any given moment, that's going to be different based on when you ate last, based on a million other factors. Your libido is similar. So it's really hard to track these things and get research and data and studies. Um, but this is what we do know. Libido, like many other things, is on a spectrum. So think about the very uh, not wanting sex end of the spectrum of I'd rather literally go grocery shopping. I'd rather fold laundry. I'd rather scrub the toilet. I would rather do anything. And on the other side of the spectrum is like, oh, fuck yes, take me now. And this libido is different for everybody, but the spectrum applies to people who are both asexual and allosexual. Okay? Now, if you're asexual, if you, if you are on the asexual spectrum, you may find that generally speaking, your libido is on the lower end. Now, let's take demisexuality, for example, though. If you are demisexual, which is technically part of the asexual spectrum, demisexual means that you need to have an established connection with someone before you feel sexual attraction or desire towards them. If you are demisexual, you may operate with most people in a lower end, and then when you get to know somebody, your libido could be off the charts on the other side. So again, our libidos fluctuate. It is context-specific. There are so many factors, which we're going to get into. In the very first episode of this podcast, we talked about how to talk about sex and other intense topics with your partner. And I mentioned working with a company that I love and have partnered with called Best Self Co. They're the company that I created the Intimacy After Dark deck with. 
Well, I love the team over there. And as a thank you for listening to this podcast, we are combining forces to give one lucky listener per episode a free Intimacy After Dark deck. What do you have to do to enter? Visit bestself.co slash Rachel. Plus, don't forget that they are offering all my listeners 30% off the new After Dark deck. Again, visit bestself.co and use promo code Rachel. So what is a quote unquote normal, I hate that word, normal libido? It is any interest or drive towards sex or interest in sex that does not interfere with your life. So if your interest in sex is beginning to interfere with your life, like skipping work, missing deadlines, canceling plans with friends, in order to have sex, you may be experiencing what science would say is abnormal interest in sex. If it is not interfering with your life. Now, oh, and same on the other side. If you are not on the asexual spectrum and your libido is just like non-existent and you're confused and it's interfering with your life, that may fall into a quote unquote abnormal area too. And those would be the areas that you'd want to go to your doctor or your therapist and say, hey, I typically fluctuate between, let's say, a four and a seven, and I have been feeling like zero to one for the last two months. Or I usually operate between a four and a seven, and I am experiencing my libido at like a 15 out of 10 to the point where I'm coming home from work early. All of these things are important. So finally, we're going to talk about what affects your libido. Now, I did mention we all have our own personal normal libido. There is not a universal normal libido. Okay? So if you are talking about your normal, that's one thing. But there is no universal normal. Everyone experiences this differently. And I like to say that our libidos are like a check engine light for our entire being. You know the little light that lights up on your dashboard and all it says, it it has a little outline of the engine and it just says check. It doesn't say which cord is disconnected. It doesn't say, you know, exactly the details. What it says is, hey, check under the hood. Something is off. And so if your libido is off for you from what your normal is, time to lift the hood. So there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight categories of things that affect your libido. When I tell you everything affects your libido, I am like really not exaggerating. So category one that affects your libido is stress. Day-to-day life stress, financial, work, family, stress around conception, stress around your STI status, your potential STI status, your partner's STI status. If you are stressing about STIs, please go listen to my episode with Janelle Pierce and my episode with Erica Spera. We talk a lot about STIs and a lot about herpes in particular. So area one, stress. Area two, relationship factors. 
All of these things affect your libido, relationship status, relationship happiness, how much quality time you are spending with your partner or partners, relationship quote unquote issues, lack of appeal, poor communication, lack of safety, lack of trust, uh, not feeling comfortable expressing yourself fully sexually. Area number three of things that affect your libido, hormones. Hormonal imbalances, where you are in your menstrual cycle, if you are a menstruator, if you are taking oral contraceptives, candida overgrowth, heavy metal toxicity, and whether you are pre, peri, or post-menopausal. Yep, those all fall under hormonal things that can affect your libido. Area number four of things that can affect your libido. Do you see why I said almost everything? Area number four is mental health, a diagnosed mental health condition, low self-esteem, critical self-thoughts, lack of confidence or body confidence, or perhaps undiagnosed yucky mental health feelings like temporary anxiety, like what happens if this happens, or feeling down or low for a couple of days. Then there's medications. So the following types of medications are known to affect your libido. Blood pressure medications, such as beta blockers, diuretics, and alpha blockers. Cholesterol medications, such as statins and fibrates. Antidepressants, such as SSRIs, MAOIs, and tricyclics. Antimania medications, antipsychotics, benzodiazepines, and the following over-the-counter meds. H2 blockers, cimetidine, antihistamines, decongestants, hormones, and anticonvulsants. So many things affect your libido. We have three areas left. Your physical health. So if you have any medical conditions, how hydrated you are, your exercise routine, your nutrition, slash what you are physically eating and putting into your body, your sleep quality and sleep quantity, and drug or alcohol or abuse. Now remember, these are all things that affect your libido. Some of them make them make your libido go up. Most of these make your libido go down. Category, what number are we on? Seven, category seven of things that affect your libido is sexual knowledge and awareness. So there's objective sexual knowledge and then subjective sexual knowledge of self and comfortability around exploring to gain awareness. All of those things affect your libido. And finally, developmental factors. So parents' intrusiveness into your life as a kid, parents' lack of emotional attention as a kid, abuse or assault in your past or present, a past trauma, and even growing up with a negative attitude towards sex in your home. Do you see why I said almost everything? So when your libido is off from your normal, ask yourself if any of these apply to you. And frankly, at any given point, one of these probably is. I mean, Currently, as I record this episode, my libido is at its normal, my normal rate, and I still have shit on this list going on. So it's it's up to you to look and say, is this the thing that's affecting it? Because only you know if that is the culprit. 
So any changes in all of those factors that I talked about, especially around stress, relationship happiness, sleep, and medications, will cause a change in libido or can cause a change in libido. I know that I just dumped so much information on you. So I want to let this marinate and have you sit and think about this and journal. Ask yourself, what is your normal libido? What does sex drive mean to you? And we'll talk later at a different point about how to navigate mismatched libidos and um, desire types because often desire types are confused with libido. So all of that we'll get into at a later episode. Please let me know if you have any questions. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. That's all for today, you sexy folks. What questions came to mind as you were listening? Continue the conversation with me over on Instagram at the right underscore Rachel. And don't forget, please leave a rating and a review so that we can continue erasing shame and stigma together. 